you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. What's up? You got that bass in your ear. You know it's time for the Stardom Sit'em Show. Welcome, everybody. My name is Marcus Grant. His name is Michael F. Florian. We are here... We're talking about the Stardom Sit'em column. I mean, that's the, it's in the title of the show, the Stardom Sit'em show. We're going to tell you who to start and who to sit. If you want the whole list, though, Michael, he puts it together every single week. You can read it on the line at NFL.com <laughs> slash start sit. Uh, these are not suggestions. These are not guidelines. These are hard and fast facts of guys who are going to ball out and maybe not ball out. Uh, that's right. I mean, because everyone no, no one ever, no one ever doubts anything you write. And right? no one ever gets mad if one of the calls does not go according to plan. Never once in the history of this article. Has no, of course happened. not. Because people who play fantasy football are calm, rational types who never fly off the handle at anything ever possibly. Uh, so still to come on the show. Of course, we're going to give you all the top starts and sits of week six. We're going to tell you who is going to pile up the points. And our boy LQ, Laquan Jones, will be back to give you the top five players to avoid this week. So let's get started at the quarterback position. We got your top starts and sits for the week. Mike, take us through who you have. Justin Fields, Kirk Cousins, and Joe Burrow all starts this week, as is Brock Purdy. I think Brock Purdy has proven to just be matchup proof at this point. My sits, Jared Goff, because as Adam Rank would say, he is an indoor cat. <laughs> uh, Sam Howell, just a tough matchup against the Falcons, and then Derek Carr. The Texans are a very tough secondary. Take those indoor cats outside, they get confused, disoriented, <laughs> and don't know really what to do. So let's go through some of these. Let's start. With Justin Fields, the Bears finally get off the schneid last week, get a win. But even before that, the offense was starting to turn a corner. And this win against the Minnesota Vikings has the makings of a potential track meet. Yeah, through three weeks, Justin Fields was not a top 20 fantasy quarterback. Now he's the QB3 on the season. That's how good he's been in the last two weeks. 617 passing yards, eight touchdowns, 61 fantasy points in that span alone. And the scary part is he hasn't really started running just yet. And we know that that is always a threat. Plus, the Vikings have allowed the 10th most yards, 5th most touchdowns through the air this season. And I think this is going to be a high-scoring matchup between two 1-4 and four teams. We are in October, which means Justin Fields starts to score more points. You know, the similarity between Justin Fields and Billy Joe Armstrong is that they both wake up when September ends. <laughs> you see, because Green Day. Anyway, we're just going to move on to the next quarterback, Joe Burrow, who a couple weeks ago, we weren't sure what to do with him. The calf muscle looked like an issue. He wasn't scoring a lot of fantasy points. Then last week, he goes berserk against the Cardinals. So we're cool now. 
Yeah, I said to take a wait-and-see approach with Joe Burrow, and the internet, or some of the internet, was not very happy with that last week. But I kept saying, once Joe Burrow looks like a healthy Joe Burrow again, then we could get back to starting him. And he looked healthy last week. It wasn't just the fact that he threw for over 300 yards and three scores and scored 24 fantasy points. I love that he was scrambling. He was able to avoid pressure with his legs. It looked the healthiest Joe Burrow has looked all year the seahawks get more pressure than the cardinals so the floor is not as safe as usual but the upside is there is they give up a lot of pass game volume I mean, it was the thing that we said earlier in the week on our podcast that it was just the little things about the way he moved in the pocket that gives you reason to believe uh, he's turning a corner there in terms of his health and his productivity finally kirk cousins you've got uh, justin fields on one side you got kirk cousins on the other side even without justin jefferson you still feel okay about it yeah kirk cousins has been playing really good football this season he is not the reason the vikings are one in four in fact he has thrown multiple passing touchdowns in every game this season he has 280 or more yards in all but one game and in three of his last four he's top 19 fantasy points that sounds like a guy that you want to start most weeks especially this week going up against the bears who They've allowed the most passing yards and second most passing touchdowns this season. And all but one fantasy quarterback that has faced him has scored at least 22 fantasy points. The one who didn't was Baker Mayfield. He still got you over 18. So a couple of bad defenses facing off, which means things look good for the quarterbacks. So from the guys throwing it to the guys who are going to be catching it, let's take a look at the start sit wide receiver list for week six. And who do you like or not like? I like both of the Jags receivers. I think Ridley and Kirk are both in play. Give me Gabe Davis in a good matchup against the Giants. He's just been red hot. Adam Thielen, speaking of red hot, he's the best receiver one of in the last month. Jordan Addison is a start and then some sits. Uh, Terry McLaurin, because the only thing scary about Terry has been his fantasy output this season. Michael Thomas against a tough Texan secondary. And then I am taking a wait and see approach with Jamison Williams. Yeah, you would think that scary season would be a reason to believe in Terry McLaurin, but apparently Sam Howell doesn't feel the same way. You got Jordan Addison on the list there as a start. And look, the rookie was having a nice season. Uh, nice beginning to his NFL career, but now he doesn't have a big weapon on the other side of him. Uh, but you still think he can have a decent game against Chicago? Yeah, we saw last week when Justin Jefferson went out. Jordan Addison had nine targets last week. So that's what I care about. I just want the volume. And I think he is a safe bet to get that volume. Plus, he already leads this team in end zone targets. And that's with Justin Jefferson being there uh, the first month of the season. The Bears have given up the third most receiving touchdowns to wide receivers. And again, I just think there will be points scored in this game. A lot of throwing the football. Jordan Addison brings a very high ceiling, I would say. You would think so and it'd be interesting to see how he performs when there's a lot more attention focused on him uh, as the Bears are likely to do. Meanwhile, Gabe Davis, remember a couple years ago when Fantasy Twitter spent half the summer arguing over Gabe Davis and it turned out that like both sides were sort of right about him? <laughs> uh, he looks like the post-hype breakout. Does he keep it going against Big Blue? It's funny that when he has a healthy ankle and Josh Allen has a healthy elbow, he looks pretty good. Weird. Um, <laughs> I think Gabe Davis is in play this week. He has scored double-digit fantasy points and caught a touchdown in four straight games. Adam Rank said on Fantasy Live today, it's the longest streak by a Bills receiver since Sammy Watkins blast from the past name. Uh, but the floor, I would say, is not as high this week because the Bills might just be 
blowing the doors off the Giants and not have to throw a whole bunch. But the Giants have allowed six touchdowns to receivers and the 10th most fantasy points. I think you keep riding the hot hand in this one. I mean, I don't see why you would go away from Gabe Davis, especially if he keeps getting those end zone targets. So those are a look at the wide receivers, but we got plenty left to do here on this show. Coming up, we're talking about tight ends, plus a little bit of a vibe check. We will tell you how we're feeling about some of your biggest fantasy questions. That and more coming up here on the Stardom Center Show. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's dive into these start-sit tight ends. It's always, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just how do you feel about them? <laughs> a lot of starts this week. Evan Ingram, Cole Komet, who has been red hot. Dallas Goddard and George Kittle coming off of their best games of the season. Same thing about Logan Thomas and then some sits. Dalton Schultz is coming off his best game of the season, but he's got the hardest matchup for a tight end. David and Joku because 49ers. Uh, I would try to get away from both Bills tight ends this week. And as much as I love Gerald Everett, friend of the show, uh, he's been splitting reps there with Donald Parham. So for fantasy, I think you go in a different direction. Yeah, Donald has been going Parham, and it's been uh, affecting <laughs> Gerald Everett's fantasy production. Let's start though with Evan Ingram. Now he doesn't have a touchdown yet this year, and I feel like we haven't talked a lot about him he is a top eight fantasy tight end it's been very quiet it's not has been flashy uh, but he's been really consistent this year yeah he is coming off his worst fantasy game of the season where he gave you just under seven fantasy points but you speak about him not having a touchdown one he was open and it bounced off of his hands last week if he catches that we're talking about evan ingram as a must start fantasy tight end which i think he is because before last week, he had given you at least 9.9 .9 fantasy points and gone over 11 in three of them. That is a super safe floor when we are talking about tight ends. And the touchdowns eventually will come, at least a couple of them. So if we're talking about the floor being around 10 fantasy points, you add in a touchdown, we're talking about this guy giving you over 15, maybe even approaching 20 fantasy points. Third most receiving yards among tight ends. That's Evan Ingram through the first uh, five-plus weeks of the season. Meanwhile, George Kittle, you mentioned coming off his best game of the season. Three catches, 
67 yards, three touchdowns. I call that efficiency. <laughs> I, I know the way the Niners use him sort of fluctuates, but you still feel like it's safe against the Browns. Yeah, uh, last week I said I was worried about him. Earlier this week on Fantasy Live, I said I would try to sell high on George Kittle. But if he is still on your roster, I think you go ahead and you start him. I understand that the floor might not be the safest. He, he was averaging 4.3 fantasy points per game when all of the weapons were healthy prior to last week. But last week he finished as a tight end one and gave you... 28 fantasy points. There is not a streaming tight end alive that brings the sort of upside that George Kittle does, which is why I think you have to just accept the down weeks and roll with him every week. Imagine that if you like pick up Tegan Quatoriano off the waiver wire and somehow got 28 <laughs> fantasy points. That would be uh, maybe the greatest stroke of luck in the history <laughs> of fantasy football. I, should, I say that, though. I'm the guy who started Jonas Gray when he scored four touchdowns. So wow. uh, I will take that. All right, time now for what we like to call how we feeling. We're going to rip through some of the guys that we're getting hit up the most about on socialmediawebsite.com and let you know if they should be in your lineups this week. So let's start with DJ Moore. This feels sort of like an obvious. The guy has been bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S, the last couple of weeks for the Chicago Bears. Thank you, Gwen Stefani, for teaching us how to spell the names of fruits. Uh, <laughs> do we like him this week against the Minnesota Vikings? You make jokes, but whenever I spell banana, that is what goes through <laughs> my head. Um, yeah, DJ Moore is 100% in play. He gave you 50 fantasy points last week. He has been very, outside of week one, he is bringing a safe floor every week, and the upside is sky high. Last week was 50. The week before was almost 30. He is the wide receiver four on the season behind only Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, and Puka Nakua. He is a must start, especially in this good of a matchup. I don't know how you get away from DJ Moore. I mean, I think he just keeps eating because they don't really throw to anybody else except Cole Komet. Uh, Derek Henry, he's deciding to take his act over to London where they crown kings and queens, and we'll see if King Henry has it going against the Ravens. Look, I think you're starting him anyway. I know it's been underwhelming. He's barely a top 15 fantasy running back, just the two rushing touchdowns. It seems like he has been least, less efficient this year than he ever has been in his career, but... They're still giving him most of the rushing work there. They still want to run the football. So even uh, if it's not what we wanted, and maybe you're not getting the return on your draft investment, um, I mean, really, who else are you going to – who are you going to sit Derrick Henry for? I mean, ask yourself that question. Riddle me that, Batman. Who are you sitting Derrick Henry for? Meanwhile – couple of Chargers wide receivers. They play on Monday night against the Cowboys. Quentin Johnston and Joshua Palmer. How are we feeling about them? I am excited about these Chargers wide receivers. I think Josh Palmer, you can confidently start. He led the Chargers wide receivers in snaps and targets the week before the bye. 75% of the Chargers passes this season have gone to wide receivers. My bold prediction this week is that this is the Quentin Johnston breakout week. Coming off the bye, no Mike Williams now. I am hoping they give their first round picks more opportunity. And if so, I'm expecting good things for fantasy. Yeah, I just need him to, you know, kind of cut out some of the drops. That's been the frustration for Quentin Johnston so far. Meanwhile, Garrett Wilson against the Philadelphia Eagles. And I like Garrett Wilson this week. And I know we're sort of down on the Jets passing game. Zach Wilson had that one really good game. We were all like, maybe he's turning a corner. And then he turned back into Zach Wilson again. But Garrett Wilson getting about 30% of the targets. He is far and away the leader in that category in this Jets offense. If there is a weak spot for the Eagles is in the secondary. On top of it, they may not have Jalen Carter this week as well, which is going to do a lot about that pass rush. So maybe this is a situation for Zach Wilson where he gets a little bit of time, can throw in rhythm, and I do expect the Jets to be playing from behind. So game script could also work in favor of Garrett Wilson. 
Meanwhile, game that will be played at SoFi Stadium on Sunday afternoon. The Rams hosting the Cardinals, Arizona without James Conner. Murray DiMarcato has been a popular name on the waiver wire. Uh, how do we feel about the Cardinals running backs? I feel good about Amari DiMarcato. DiMarcato. Go check out Flex and forget about this week. But last week he saw a lot of the volume. And even if Keontae Ingram is back this week and, and they split groundwork, I think DiMarcato is the one that is going to be used in the pass game. I like him more, but I think both of the Cardinals running backs this week are in play as flex, deeper flex options. This is going to be an interesting week on Fantasy Twitter because I think a lot of people went the DiMercato route, but there is a growing course of people who are like, it's Keontae Ingram. And so there's going to be a whole lot of like, it's going to be like a, it's going to be like a bad Thanksgiving meal, man. People are going to be arguing <laughs> at each other over Ingram versus DiMercato. And what's probably going to happen is that both of them are going to get you like nine points and it's not going to really matter a whole lot. Anyway. Uh, enough of that. Nico Collins going against the New Orleans Saints. And look, we, we keep saying it. You're starting Nico Collins, man. He's getting all the targets. He's having big games. I know the matchup on paper isn't very good. The Saints defense is good. They're not giving up a whole lot of points. They're not giving up a ton of yards. So I, I get that there's reason to be concerned. But the way he's playing, it's just hard to put him on your bench. I mean, unless you're rolling out there with, you know, Cooper Cup and Stefan Diggs and, or somebody like that, I just I can't see why you wouldn't have room for Nico Collins in your lineup. So forget the matchup. Just trust what you're seeing with your eyes and trust the fact that it's him and Tank Dell getting most of the work there for the Texans. That is reason enough to keep him in your lineup. Still to come, we are talking about some running backs. Plus, we're going to tell you who will pile up the points this weekend. Stick around for more of the Stardom Sit'em Show. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Stardom Sitting running backs, Florio, go! Alvin Kamara, he's back in our fantasy lives in our lineup. So is Jonathan Taylor and Zach Moss, James Cook as well. I also had Isaiah Pacheco as the other start there. Uh, Rashad White, Jerome Ford, and both Ravens running backs against a tough Tennessee uh, defense are sits for me this week. Yeah, I've been trying to get on the Gus Edwards train, and then Justice Hill keeps making my life miserable. 
Uh, let's talk about some guys though, that we like a little bit this week. Alvin Kamara has come back, and he's looked pretty good. Uh, look, he's not the Alvin Kamara like blow-up games that we saw early in his career, but the Saints very much getting him involved so far. Yeah, and that's what I love. It, it hasn't mattered. I, I keep saying it, but whether they were down multiple scores like two weeks ago, he gave you over 18 fantasy points. Whether they're up multiple scores like they were last week, he gave you over 18 fantasy points. He is game script dependent because of how much of a dual threat weapon that he is there for these Saints. He's been a top nine fantasy running back both weeks, and he's averaging 25 touches per game. And the Texans, for as good as their secondary is, and I keep saying that, they still struggle against running backs. He is a must-start uh, running back, I would say. This I mean, week. plus you probably waited a while to get him in, so why wouldn't you be starting him uh, against this Houston Texans defense? For people of a certain age, the Pony Express met Eric Dickerson and Craig James at SMU, but it appears that the Colts got a couple of ponies in their backfield. Zach Moss has been great. Jonathan Taylor is back. Are we cool with both of them against the Jaguars? I, I have both of these guys on different rosters, and I'm starting both of them this week. The Colts have already came out and said we're going to see more Jonathan Taylor this week than we did last week uh, I'm expecting more work just going his way as he's back this week practicing with the team but Zach Moss was so good last week and filling in for Jonathan Taylor to open up the season I don't think he goes away either I think the floor is not steady with either of them but the upside is there where I would try to get them in either as my RB2 or my flex option this week so we know that for sure Jonathan Taylor is going to get more snaps Shane Steichen said it himself but Zach Moss not going away Rashad White is back after the bye the Bucks uh, hosting the Detroit Lions this week and I think if there's a thing we have learned it's that you don't fool around with that Lions run defense no. uh, especially when you got a guy like Rashad White who is maybe not the most efficient back anyway and shout out to the YouTube comments who were like Rashad White's a sit every week for you yeah it's been right every week but one because against <laughs> the non-Bears opponents he's averaging eight fantasy points per game this season and the Lions like Marcus was saying they are a tough tough match Matchup. They have allowed less than 50 rushing yards per game to the position, less than 25 receiving yards to the position. They don't give up a lot of touchdowns. Given how inefficient White has been and how tough of a matchup this is, I would look to get away and go in another direction this week. I mean, the Lions, we came into the season talking about their offense and wondering if they could get it together defensively. And at least through the early part of the season, uh, they absolutely have. The Detroit Lions playing a lot better defense, and it's definitely helping uh, with them right now sitting on top of the NFC North. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. 
He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Happy, as always, to be joined by researcher, loud shirt man, and cranberry juice sommelier Laquan Jones. LQ, wow. good to see you again. What an intro, man. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Nothing but the best for you, my friend. Uh, you have the top five players to avoid this week. So who are we dodging like Neo in the Matrix? Yeah, it's been rough, man. Having Darren Waller in starting lineups, I have trust issues, man. Like, yeah, he showed some life last week putting up 16 fantasy points, but he's banged up right now with a groin injury. He's going up against his Bills defense, who are allowing the second fewest fantasy points per game, two tight ends. And also, they're going to be without Daniel Jones this weekend. This offense is ranked 27th in big plays, so there's not that much juice on this offense. So I'm keeping Waller clear from my starting lineups this week. <laughs> Next up, we got Jared Goff on the road this week versus the Bucks, who are a top five defense in the NFL right now. And we know Goff isn't the best fantasy option when he's in on the road, so he got to pivot to other options here at quarterback. He's averaging 11 fantasy points per game on the road since 2022, which is not good. Like, we love Goff when he's home, he's comfortable, he's playing at a high level. He's actually QB4 averaging 21 fantasy points per game at home since 2022. So this is not a good week to have Goff in starting lineups. Next up, we got Ramondre Stevenson. Like, I think I'm pretty much done with this Patriots backfield because, yeah, he's the RB1 of this Patriots backfield, but he's RB30 out in these streets. Like, <laughs> we cannot do this, man. This this offense is just a complete mess. They only scored one touchdown in the last three weeks, so the lack of opportunity for him to score touchdowns is why I'm staying clear from any Patriots player on this offense. And also worth mentioning that you got Zeke splitting the backfield, who's been somewhat low-key productive the last couple of weeks, which is weird so you, you just got to fade this entire backfield this o-line is one of the worst o-lines in the nfl right now so yeah we're, we're going a different direction here at running back next up we got damian pierce man this is another guy i have trust issues with man i love this guy so much but he has shown life the last two weeks on the ground but where are the touchdowns i mean this is crazy i mean the saints are allowed zero rushing touchdowns to running backs this season so it's a tough matchup versus the saints defense who are one of the best red zone defenses in the nfl right now also only one running back has rushed for more than 60 yards versus saints defense and that was derrick henry and he also didn't find the end zone so i'm looking to pivot here at other options at running back Last and certainly not least, man, Debo Samuel. It's been rough. It's been super rough to have him in the starting lineups. 6% target share the last two weeks, three catches. This is a tough Browns defense who are only allowing 10 fantasy points per game, two wide receivers, and only one wide receiver has put up more than nine fantasy points versus this Browns defense. It could be the knee injury that's keeping him from reaching his full fantasy potential. So this is a tough matchup. So I would look for other options at wide receiver this week also. The Debo thing, he's a guy who's a, a great real-life football player. It doesn't yeah. necessarily translate into fantasy points. And the Ramondre one hurts my heart. This, is for me, is maybe a <laughs> do-or-die situation for Ramondre against that Raider run defense. Yeah. They give up 76 yards to A.J. Dillon. I mean, <laughs> yeah, right? If, if it can't happen this week, like, I just don't know when it happens. You might have Ramondre. to drop it like it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Uh, let's let's make things a little bit better now. Huh? Time now for Club Dub. These are the guys. We guarantee you'll score 25 or more fantasy points. So while you had a couple of running backs you didn't like LQ, uh, there is one you, you do seem to like this week. Yeah, I mean, look, we're heading down to South Beach. You got to stay fresh. You got to stay clean. So I'm going with Raheem <laughs> Mostert against his Panthers defense, who are allowing the second most fantasy points per game to running backs. They also allowed eight rushing touchdowns so far this season to running backs. You got A-Chan on IR, Jeff Wilson returning back, but I'm not expecting heavy usage with him. So Mostert remains one of the most explosive backs in the NFL right now. He's top five in rushes of 10 plus yards with a healthy 5.4 yards per carry. This is a perfect game for Mostert to flex on any of the doubters for him to be a workhorse. So I'm expecting big things from him this week. Yeah, listen to Laquan. He knows fantasy, and look at this shirt. He knows detergent as well. <laughs> uh, for me, in the club this week, it's this man right here. Let's go. Cooper Cup. He returned last week, and some of you were like, can I trust Cooper Cup right away? Sean McVay laughed at that. Cooper <laughs> Cup played all but one snap. He had 12 targets last week. He did almost give you 20 fantasy points, and that was without a touchdown. I think he finds the end zone this week in a great matchup against the Cardinals. I, I want to start Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, Matthew Stafford, Kyron Williams, all my Rams this week. Let's Cooper Cup, 25 plus. Yeah, Cooper's Cup runneth over, especially with <laughs> the Matthew Stafford delivering the football. You know what? I mean, going to the club is always fun. It's even more fun to go to the club with your friends, which is why I'm saying the Bills DST, the whole Bills defense, they're getting into the club. They're going to be popping bottles. They're going to be taking selfies. They're going to be out on the <laughs> dance floor just wiling out against the Giants. I know there's no Daniel Jones. The offensive line is bad. No team has allowed more sacks than the Giants. No team has racked up more sacks than the Bills right now. Defenses are averaging 17 and a half points against the Giants. This defense is going to eat in a big, big way. You're already, you were already starting the Bills anyway, but you're especially starting them this week. And I think a huge week is coming. If you look and your opponent is starting the Bills, Godspeed. <laughs> I don't think it's going to work out well not for you. Not safe for work game this weekend. That's, <laughs> that is going to be rough. But uh, what is not rough? Uh, it's this show, and we're going to bring it down for a whole nice landing. So we appreciate you hanging out with us as always. That's going to do it for this edition of the Stardom Sidham Show. For Michael F. Florio, for Laquan Jones, my name is Marcus Grant. Thanks for hanging out with us. Enjoy the football this weekend, everybody. Early game on Sunday. Wake up and watch the game from London. In the meantime, we will talk to you again really, really soon. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.